If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the guy of guys, our NHL, NFL, at this point, pretty much everything expert, Connor. Connor, welcome in. I will repeat, like always, I am no expert at any of this. <laughs> maybe it just seems to swing in my favor every now and then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Uh, maybe I'll start referring to you as the expert of experts. You know, we have the guy no, of guys. No, now we can do expert no. of experts. No, I'm not even no. calling myself an expert <laughs> in general. How could I be an expert over experts? I, well, I don't know. We'll we'll work on it. Some more things I'm working on. You know, it's all right. Just so you know, I'm always thinking, always working. Uh, and then, of course, joining me is always the voice of God, the green blob on your screen, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm, I've missed a couple pods. Work's been crazy, so glad to be back and share my losses with you all. It's what I'm best at at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it. We It's been a, a rough go at it. but um, And then joining us today, we have a very special guest, one of the uh, co-founders of thedailystakes.com, and they now have their own Daily Stakes podcast. Make sure you guys check that out. But the uh, the basketball oracle, as he is known now, on that Daily Stakes podcast, uh, Nick from the Daily Stakes. Nick, welcome in. Thank you for joining us. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> I love the introduction, the basketball oracle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that, and I, I made a note of it. I'm like, I have to refer to him as that. That is a wonderful nickname. Definitely. My side absolutely killed it. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Well, since we do have the basketball oracle on, we're going to do the NBA kind of preview slash review. I know we're a few weeks into the NBA season, um, so we're going to kind of review what's happened thus far into the season and then kind of look at the season going forward. And so, um, Nick, I actually have a few questions for you. So, um, so, so far into this season, who, who do you think has been like the biggest positive surprise uh, in the NBA so far? It's um, a good question. There, to my not well, in my personal opinion, biggest surprises out of the gate are the Seventy Sixers competing and how they're competing with what happened over during the off season and the players are they're kind of playing with at the moment. Then you got the Denver Nuggets, who are also in, in kind of causing problems for other other teams, mm-hmm. especially with Jamal Murray out, Michael Porter Jr. not playing as well as he was last season. Kind of you have Nikola Jokic kind of leading the force, and the role players are kind of playing tremendously well. And then, of course, I say this every podcast on the Daily Six pod, it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. I would have never thought, honestly, going into the season, I'm like, these guys, um, although they have a bunch of tall players like Jared Allen, uh, Laurie Markin, and um, I knew Colin Sexton and Darius Garland were going to be good, but I didn't know how good these other individuals were going to kind of form together. But these guys have been covered kings against the spread. So um, you got... Because the Cavaliers, you got the Nuggets, and then you got the 76ers have all been surprising to me, at least. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, to be honest, when I was uh, like getting ready for this, I, I figured you would say the Cavaliers. I know you're all in on the Cavaliers, and you're absolutely right. They've been absolutely killing it um, to this point in the season, at least against the spread. Do you think that they will 
the books will catch on and they'll adjust, or they people still just do you think they'll continue at least for a little while thinking the Cavs are the Cavs of old and they may be like you know double digit underdogs the rest of the season. No, I think the trend's going to continue. Where the Cavs are the Cavs. I mean, uh, they just lost Colin Sexton, so he's right. been he's been on average what twenty points for the team without him. You got you got players like Ricky Rubio that need to step up. Although he's been doing well recently, I don't see much um, much upwards progression for him going forward. I mean, he's been kind of jumping from team to team, right. so he's really had a hard time finding a home. Um, and the Cavaliers have a hard next ten games. They're playing against the Nets. They're going against kind of stiff competition. I believe the Celtics as well. So the next 10 games are going to kind of uh, be a good indicator as how they're going to play out throughout the rest of the season. And if they continue to win and they continue to impress, then I, I think the books will start to adjust the lines, make them a uh, little less spread underdogs. So ranging between, I guess, the, the plus three to plus six mark as opposed to double digit spreads. But if they end up losing um, like five or six or seven out of the 10 games, then you know they're going back to the double digit spreads at plus 10. And they might kind of go fall back into their historic seasons of what they're usually used to. Yeah, absolutely. And then to comment on the other two teams, I I think you're absolutely right with the 76ers and Nuggets. And one of the things I've kind of learned from gambling on the NBA is to always check who's in and who's out and check like the late scratches and everything like that. Because usually an injury to a star like a Jamal Murray or a Ben Simmons, you know, that's usually like devastating and they won't cover a spread or even win a game for like weeks on end because those stars are hurt but the the nuggets and 76 are just keep up keep coming out strong yeah agreed i'm, I'm very surprised especially with the nuggets because last year i was very uh optimistic on them to actually even win the nba finals but then you got jamal murray that went down and got injured kind of ruined their hopes of, of progressing and this year um all kind of the stiff competition that they played against they came out and compete i mean you saw how they demolished the, the miami heat and how kind of Mark, uh, one of the Morris brothers kind of went off. Uh, the Heat have not been good as of late. <laughs> and just yesterday, without their two stars, the three stars actually, the big three that they have, Jamal Murray, Porter Jr., and Jokic, they beat the Pacers. I'm not saying uh, that's a, a noticeable win. I mean, the Pacers have been destructive destructive this season. They can't seem to find their footing. Uh, just It's very impressive from the Nuggets standpoint that to do what they're doing at the moment without their three stars on the court, it just shows how dangerous they can be in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. And so now on the flip side of that, um, you know, who who do you think's been a, the biggest negative surprise this season so far? And I know for for me personally and for us, you know, most of us in here are Pacers fans, and what you just mentioned, I mean, absolutely devastating. I mean, we have a new coach, so I understand there's a little bit of a growing pain there, but it's not really a new coach because Carlisle's been here before. He's been in the league for a while. But the Pacers, man, they just can't seem to uh, to figure it out. So I, I, they're they're on my radar as one of the biggest negative surprises. I mean, obviously because I'm a fan. But uh, does anyone else uh, jump out to you that's really kind of seen some regression this season or really hasn't been performing up to expectations? Yeah, two of the teams, both in the Eastern Conference, and I think you guys might know them as well. Uh, you got the Boston Celtics yep. and and the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. Um, coming into the season, I thought the Hawks were going to, and this is a personal, it's not based off any kind of analysis or stats or whatnot, I thought the Hawks were going to perform better than they're performing at the moment. And that was just based on the environment and, and what they built over the course of their playoff run, um, kind of 
beating teams the way they did, beating the New York Knicks, kind of having a game, a statement games against the Knicks, against the 76ers. It was a very, very impressive display. And you thought that momentum would have kind of continued up into this regular season, but it just looks like them as well. Trey Young is having difficulties with the new officiating. He's not getting the calls he's used to. So that's kind of affecting their performance. And then the Boston Celtics. Don't get me started on these guys. Uh, yeah. They see... They, 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 they kind of have it figured out, but not really. I mean, when you got Dennis Schroeder and, and the Lakers kind of didn't want him, and then you picked him up just because out of necessity, it doesn't show too much for the organization at the moment. And then you got kind of uh, the smart Brown and, and Tatum, a little bit of discomfort there within that relationship. Yeah. And they're looking to trade for Simmons. It just goes to show like how toxic or how not together that, that team is at the moment. Um, so I would stay away from those two teams as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and it's funny you mentioned Trey Young and his uh, not being able to adjust to officiating. Our guy Connor here, he uh, – I don't know if you watched the Hawks game, Connor, or you just saw highlights or something, but you, you had some very strong comments on Trey Young. I watched it. It seemed like he was really baiting a lot of those calls, and he is one of the reasons that NBA is compared to soccer. <laughs> because of all these, like, you sneeze on the player, and he broke his hip, basically, and needs medical attention immediately. But he can still shoot the free throw. He's good for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he just dives. Yeah, I was. I watched them uh, go up uh, 15 on Golden State Warriors and then just get demolished when Steph Curry came back in. It was great. But I, I think, too, as a whole, I think that's why we're seeing scoring numbers down from the big names like James Harden, Trey Young, um, you know, Dame Lillard, all, all these stars that, you know, made a living at the free throw line because they were doing, you know, pump fakes and then jumping into people or just getting the superstar calls. Those just haven't been there so far this season. Agreed. And and you notice it in their gameplay. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers are not a team you want to bet on at the moment. Um, I said it yesterday on our pod too. Like, Damian Lillard cannot be trusted. I absolutely love this guy, and I feel so bad for him. Last season, I drafted him first in my in my fantasy team. He absolutely killed it compared to most other players. This season, I stayed away from all three guys, so Harden, Trey Young, and Damian Lillard, just for that exact reason. Because you know there was about to be a regression, uh, regression and with the officiating calls, um, it just doesn't work in their favor at the moment. And that could cost you big time from a fantasy perspective as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent correct. So now that we're kind of talking and shifting towards those big names, um, I don't know if this is someone you think will step up or someone that's been killing it so far this season, but who do you see or project to be the MVP of the league this season? I don't know that there's a clear cut favorite or winner at least this point. I mean, we're three weeks in, in a long season, but is anyone catching your eye early on or anyone you think should go out and win the MVP this year? I, it's a good question because the books are constantly adjusting the lines. Um, I took a futures bet, I think, week two. And I went heavy on Jimmy Butler to win MVP Ooh, at plus okay. 4,000. Um, and that was just based on his performance at the beginning of the season. I mean, this man was just putting up averaging 20 points in the first handful of games. Um, along with the superstars that he had on side on on his team, and that's because these other guys take away attention from him a bit, so he's not going to get as much double coverage as he's used to. And then you expect him to thrive, but um, coming into week three, you see that Jimmy Butler is kind of a little bit more injury prone, so his performance is kind of going to take a hit, and his MVP chances might might be affected. Um, so if you're if you want to place a futures bet, well, I would I would lean directly with uh, Steph Curry. 
honestly, what this guy has been able to do for the franchise um, and with the team that he has with Golden State is just unbelievable. It's pure talent. You, can't, you don't see talent like that come out every day. Um, and the books are just have just been disrespecting the man for the last four years, ever since uh, Golden State was on the on on the downhill. Um, I'm scared to see what's going to happen when Clay Thompson comes back. Um, but I do think Steph Curry is the is the leading runner, followed by Jimmy Butler. And there was one more guy I forgot to mention, uh, Joel Embiid. I believe he's plus twelve hundred on most books. Wow! Look, if the Seventy Sixers continue what they've been doing. Um, he he would probably also deserve it just as much as the other two guys. Absolutely, absolutely. I I don't have any disagreements or arguments with any of those. My my lean, at least to this point, was Steph Curry as well. Um, I think what he's been able to do for that team, he, I mean, ever since he's been there, has been incredible. Um, he hasn't really been in MVP conversations, but I think he should be. Um, he's I think he's like the best shooter in the league and. Um, I, I agree with you. I think once Clay comes back, I mean, they're already dog walking teams right now without him. You get, your, you know, a, a top three player on your team back who can also shoot the ball. I mean, I, I think you got to watch out for the Warriors. And that leads into the next question. You know, who do you think is going to win the championship this year? My, my personal pick is the Golden State Warriors. It, it was before the season started. And through these first three weeks, I'm still feeling good about the uh, Golden State Warriors. But I'm curious to see if anyone else or even the Golden State Warriors kind of catches your uh, your eye right now. Yeah, I'm looking at the NBA championship odds. Uh, the top four, you got the Nets, the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know the Utah Jazz is not going to win. <laughs> These guys are absolute, <laughs> they're absolute chokers when it comes to kind of the Western Conference Finals. They never seem to make it past that level. Um, if they do, then Donovan Mitchell uh, kind of, you should start respecting his name. But until he proves otherwise, I don't think they have a chance. The Denver Nuggets are are have are paying pretty well at plus seventeen hundred, so I think they're kind of worth a look at the futures. But I would have to go back maybe to the Milwaukee Bucks um, at plus eight hundred. These guys, uh, Giannis at the Tacupo, um, you just see him playing right now. He's in his groove. He feels like he the NBA right now is his playground at the moment, and with the core that they set around them, the role players like Middleton, uh, Holiday. Uh, they even picked up Grayson Allen from from the Grizzlies. Yep. These guys are just firing all cylinders. I'm not sure if you guys watched the game yesterday against the Knicks, but they had like a 21-point lead. Knicks cut the lead down to, 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 I think, three. And then they just took over again in the last four minutes. So it's really, really, really scary to see. Um, so I would I would take... I would put some money, if you if you want to take a future... I would take put some money on the Nuggets and the Bucks. Um, but I do agree with your bet here on the Warriors as well as plus 750. I personally don't see the Brooklyn Nets going anywhere. Um, Kevin Durant and, and James Harden, they're absolute monsters on the court, but you need role players that could come into their own and kind of give you that that uh, that point support off the bench, and they just don't have it, I find, um, especially when it comes when you go down the stretch. They're very injury-prone, so I don't see them winning. And the Lakers, I don't know, Westbrook, he wants a ring, but I call him West Brick. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if you see him in the fourth quarter, just get the ball out of his hands. Except for yesterday's game, but just get the ball out of his hand. He's gonna make more mistakes than than others. I would say so. Um, but it, it's hard to tell right now. Um, I mean, I would put five dollars on each: the Warriors, the Bucks, and the Nuggets. You're still getting a positive payout on that, and then uh, you take it from there. And then you at least you have something to celebrate too at the end of the day. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I think you make a very good point about the Bucks. And the thing is, is the Bucks just beat the Knicks, and the Bucks didn't have Middleton or Lopez, I believe, last night. Like, they, they built players around, so even if players are out for some reason or taking nights off, the Bucks are still performing. And that's going to be even scarier when the full Bucks team or roster is healthy and playing together. So I, I absolutely agree. The Bucks, the Bucks are definitely worth another look as well. Yeah, people are, they don't, I mean, their record proves otherwise of what they're capable of. And that's only because of the injuries that they're going through. Right. Um, they're, they're top team, top three team in the Eastern Conference and probably top five team in the whole league. As soon as they get healthy, don't bet against them. Bet on them. Take the spreads because you know they're going to come out and play and have a statement games until the, until the playoffs come around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as we wrap up this kind of NBA preview slash review, uh, there are three games tonight, Nick. I believe we have, uh, let me see, we got... 76ers versus the Raptors, Jazz versus Pacers, and then Clippers versus the Heat. Um, do you like any of these games tonight? Anything you're feeling uh, particularly good about? So you got the Raptors uh, playing the 76ers. The Raptors, I believe, are 4-1 and one against the spread against the 76ers. And the 76ers are coming out with a lot of role players. Um, we saw the Raptors play yesterday. They looked kind of good against the Celtics, not too great. Um, and I think I believe Paul, Pascal Siakam is sitting out tonight's game. That is I think yep. yesterday should have been his first game back from injury. I don't like him too much. I don't think he deserves the star recognition that many people or a, a lot of the press has given him over the course of the years, when, especially when Kawhi Leonard was around. Um, I, so with him out of the lineup, you got more movement with Van Vliet, you got Scotty Barnes that's on fire, and then Aubrey. Like These guys are just... They just fit into the Raptors culture. And I think with Siakam off the lineup, I think the Raptors are going to come out and beat the 76ers in tonight's game. Uh, so take them on the plus four. Uh, on the plus four. You take, they're giving you four points. And they're four and one against the spread on the road. So w- without Embiid in the center, I don't see the, the 76ers being able to compete. What about you guys? What do you guys like? So uh, I'm going to get there a little bit later, but I, I definitely uh, I definitely picked the 76ers. Uh, <laughs> so not feeling great about that. Um, absolutely love the Jazz minus 10 versus the Pacers. Um, you know, the Pacers live and dive by the three, but also they give up a lot of threes, and the Jazz shoot the third, three most threes in the league. So um, I, I think the Jazz will light it up tonight against the Pacers, and the Pacers might get, you know, blown out of the building. And then I this the one I feel probably least confident about is I went Clippers minus four versus the Heat. I, I don't know if Jimmy Butler's playing. I know he's questionable. He kind of got banged up in last night's game. And the, the Clippers without Kawhi have actually looked uh, fairly decent this season early on as well. So I went Clippers there. I think that's a good bet. I mean, I, Jimmy Butler is out. Okay. Um, so without him on the, full, on the floor, you see the, the Heat kind of struggle to kind of find themselves. Um, you got Tyler Hero that steps up, but if you want a player prop on that game, I I took Reggie Jackson at plus at over eighteen and a half points. Um, he's been, I think he's been averaging twenty points a game over the last four to five games. So I would, if if you want some more action on that game, something that's a little not guaranteed, because with the Clippers, when you take a minus four, just given their current lineup, you never know what could really happen, right? Especially when Kawhi Leonard doesn't play. Last season, when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were on the court. Fourth quarter spread on the Clippers was pure money. I was making so much cash off that play <laughs> only because these guys knew how to close out games. 
So you 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 realize a trend and you take it. In this case, you've got Paul George leading the charge, and without Kawhi, you never really know what to do. So I would take Reggie Jackson as he kind of the, he's the second points man on the Clippers at the moment, who gets a lot of shots. So over eighteen and a half points there. Nice, love it, absolutely love it. Um, well, that's our NBA preview and review. Um, so let's get into our dumbest dummy picks. Uh, Connor, how did your picks do for Monday? Uh, it went two and one. Had my NBA parlay hit all four games. Couldn't tell you who they were again. I know the Grizzlies <laughs> and Golden State hit part of it. <laughs> Killing it. Yep, good. Yeah. I know those two won out of the four. I guess the other two were just blowouts that I didn't care to look at them again. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Solid. <laughs> good, good, good preparation for the podcast. We're really killing yeah. the game. Yeah, I don't look. I don't look in the past. Okay. All right. We're we're on to the next one. On to the next one. That's right. I'm looking forward to the next one. Okay. Diz, how'd you do? I went one and one. Um, I fell victim to the Panthers. I bet Ugh. with my heart, stupidly. It was Ugh. a great boost. Yeah, It was three favorites, Panthers, Caps, and Maple Leafs all to win. Panthers were the one I was most confident about. I wasn't even worried about it. Um, but over five and a half hit, Patty and Connor, I know I texted you this in the group message. I actually put a hundred piece on over five and a half in I Panthers Rangers. I can't believe Rangers. you did that. That was, and, oh my God. And 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 my bankroll, uh, I don't think my financial advisor would be very proud of that decision. Um, and I, and like honestly, the the craziest part about that bet was, I knew I couldn't watch the game, and kind of kind of in a patty parlays you cannot, fashion. Oh my god! I kind of in a patty parlays fashion because he's a fraud fan. I was no, like, I'm not gonna watch this no. game. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this game. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like get score updates so I know where I'm at and. Uh, at the end of the night, we uh, we hit it big. But yeah, I'm not going to do that anytime soon. I, I was real nervous there for a bit. I think it was like it was like two to zero, or it was like one zero after one. But then there were like four goals in the third. So I, I got really lucky and uh, we found a way to win. But uh, one and one, uh, my units went down, but my bankroll went up. You could say. I go ahead. Connor. You see, you got lucky. You got lucky. What's up? Luck is for dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't believe you you threw that in there, Connor. So thank you. I appreciate that. Sorry, those... he said it, and it was like a trigger in my yep, head. Yep. Like, oh. <laughs> for those that don't know, it's a South Park episode, uh, season twenty three, episode seven. But uh, what? It, it is rated mature, so I would not. Uh, I'd be you careful. <laughs> He didn't just memorize that Diz. We looked that up earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, what? Someone else asked about it earlier, and so I had it just ready to go. But, uh, anyways, Diz, I cannot believe that you did not watch that game. And not only did you not watch that game, you put a hundred piece on it. Every time I come in here and I say I am not watching a game, I'm betting on a game, but I am not watching it. I get so much crap from you. And right, then, but you you got to understand you got to understand it's so much money that if you watch that game, like I would have I would have lost my mind. There was one goal in the first period. I I mean it was just I knew I had something going on. I was like I'm not gonna be able to watch this game. And so you just say like let's my, just throw a hundred piece. No problem. Yeah, I was I was super confident about it, and and like the pan I didn't I wasn't on the pod Monday, but I was 
it was my most confident bet. I was going to say, like, the Panthers average, like, 4.8 goals by themselves. Right, right. And, like, the Rangers average, like, three and a half. I was just confused. It felt, like, too good to be true. I was looking into it. I was like, what's the catch? What's the catch? I'm not going to overthink it. Like, I'm putting 100 piece, and I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to have the notifications on my phone. So, like, every time I heard the ESPN notification, I was like, sweet, we're one step closer. It was just – I know. It was, it's a Patty Parlay's move. It's a fraud fan move. What? But uh, – I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It was uh, it was a good bet. We hit it, baby. We cashed it. Now, because you hit that bet, though, did that not lead into you putting in a twenty-five piece on Scotty Barnes over six and a half rebounds last night? You're damn right. I put a twenty-five piece on Scotty Barnes over six and a half rebounds. But hey, I'm calling you Patty Props, not Patty Parlays anymore. I was going <laughs> to jump in on the NBA section. I know nothing about the NBA. So whenever Patty gives me a prop, I take it. Last night, I don't know what you were saying. You were so confident. So I, I put 25 on it. And, uh, but I'm being more disciplined. I just, I was really, you, made, you really sold me on Scotty Barnes. We're going back to $5 bet. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. You really threw me off with that same bet yesterday. I said, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, because I'm planning on putting 10 on this, you're like, oh, I only put a dollar on it. <laughs> Oh, okay. That, but <laughs> You're I like, did, but I'm very confident. You only put a dollar on that? Well, I had a $10 free bet on DraftKings that I also put on it. So, okay. I didn't put just $1 on it, but. Uh, you risked only a dollar, though. You could have let me know that. That would have been. <laughs> yeah. But it hit. It hit. We're all good. We're all making money. We're it's betting fine. the bankrolls over here. <laughs> <laughs> We're not like Diz. We're not throwing a hundred piece on something, but. No. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I went one and two, uh, but with plus money odds on the one that I hit, I did actually move up in units. And so in the Dumbest Dummy competition for November, I am up 3.98 units. Connor is up a whole .89 units. And Diz is up 2.76 units. So I'm looking for another free dinner from one of you two gentlemen, if you guys can just keep it up. Are you at, what's your number again? 3.98. Oh, come on. I Okay, I thought you were up like 10 again, and I no. was going to be pissed. No, no, no. We're fine. Not, not that far ahead, but uh, I am there. But All right, so let's get into our competition best for tonight. I've got three for you gentlemen. The first one is a boost on FanDuel. I like the Bruins and Islanders to win at plus 220. Now, I don't necessarily – this is more of a value pick for me than like an actual – I feel great about it, if, if you will. Uh, these games both seem like toss-ups, and Connor's shaking his head because I know he's on the opposite side of probably both of these games. But I, I really do think that these games could go either way, and so getting them boosted to plus 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 two twenty odds, I'm killing it. I am I am really just killing it. Uh, at plus two twenty odds, I think it's just too good for the value, so I took that. Um, and then I got two props for you, Patty. Props, Diz, you you were spot on. Uh, yes, sir. The, the, the first one, I'm doing Lamar Jackson over 235.5 passing yards tonight. Now, I will say that this has actually moved up, um, but he has hit this in six of eight games this season, which is surprising. Normally, you think Lamar Jackson, you think he's just running the ball all the time, but uh, he's actually hit this in six of eight games this season, and then Miami ranks 30th in pass yards given up per game this season. Uh, typically, what we have seen with the Ravens this season is they are slow to start, so they get behind, and they have to pass to catch up, but they storm back and they win. Now, the problem is, is this is the Miami Dolphins. And 
the Ravens could get up by 21 points and then never pass the ball. So that's the one flaw in my logic or one issue I see, but I still feel confident enough to take this bet. Uh, defense might have more rushing yards than <laughs> or receiving <laughs> yards than any of the receivers. Uh, the yeah, yeah, and Connor <laughs> Connor had thrown out the taking an anytime touchdown scorer on the the Ravens D or special teams or first time Thank touchdown you. scorer even. Well, they how many times did they turn the ball over <laughs> last week? They they did turn the ball over, I believe, four times against the Texans. Yeah, and it was the Texans. Yeah, not not a uh, not a great game last week, but uh, in a short week, and I don't. Does anyone know if Tua's playing or is it Jacoby again? I think it'll be Jacoby. I'm not sure. I think that's what I heard as well. So I I, I think Nick's spot on. So um, yeah, I I I don't know if this is necessarily great. The more the more we're talking about it, and the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But it's fine. Everything's fine. We're riding with it. It's a bet. It's in there. Lamar Jackson over 235 and a half uh, passing yards. Lamar's going to go on the field, and he's going to be on Miami's 20-yard line. Possibly, yes. Start, you, to start you, his drive. <laughs> you very well could be could be right, but uh, I'm hoping you're wrong in this instance, Connor. Did okay. it go Did it go up from 235, or did you get it at less than 235, and 235 is where it's at now? I got it at 235. I believe the last I checked, it was up to 239. So, I mean, it's like five oh, yards. Shit. Like, it's not huge. Um, I think he probably still hit it hit that line in like five of eight games. I think he had one game this season when he had like 237, so they probably wanted to get the over to be above that number to kind of scare people away from betting the over. But, uh, yeah. I, I just want to jump in here, and I, I wouldn't say it's just five yards because that five yards could be the difference maker. Um, funny enough, the other when was that? I believe when Tapa Bay was playing the Thursday night game. Um, I took like a 10 team NFL parlay because I had a free bet, mm-hmm. and the only play that I lost was the over on Tom Brady's passing yards. Oh my gosh, yes, that was that was ridiculous. I can't believe that. That was the one where uh, his over under on rushing yards was like one and a half or two and a half, and then yeah. uh, he got like a three yard rush late in the game, and so everyone was like super excited and celebrating, and then he need the ball twice for negative one yards, and it ended up not hitting. It was crazy, man. It was just disappointing. I just I was just watching that game, and I was like, "Wow, this really happened to me at the moment." But yeah. So so on that topic, Nick, while you're here, and since it has affected you like it has affected so many, I believe that they should take the kneel out of the stats and maybe even make it its own stat, but it should not subtract from the quarterback's rushing yards. I what what are your thoughts on that? I don't. It's kind of a crazy off the wall question that you probably weren't prepared for, but. Um, no, I agree. I mean, everything that's done in sports nowadays, you could bet on it. Yes, um, 100%. So the, the kneeling um, of, of quarterbacks kind of losing yards when you kneel, I, I have a feeling that at, at most in some games, that could be factored in. I believe I saw a video once where, um, one, I don't remember what, I think it was Patrick Mahomes where he kind of kneeled or kind of got sacked for negative yards so he doesn't go over his over in rushing yards kind of affected a lot of people's game bets. But I do have a feeling that Vegas has an influence on player props as well. Um, whether we like to admit it or not, at the end of the day, you're going up against the sportsbooks. Sportsbooks' end goal is to make money. Um, if they're not making money, then the sportsbook is no longer a sportsbook. It's just a, it's just a free bank, I would say. Um, so I, 
I would suggest they remove it because then it wouldn't screw up too many rushing yards. But I don't see it happening because they're able to help, kind of hedge the public bets. But like like you mentioned, it ruined everybody's plays there. So I, w- I would take it out, but it just it's just not going to happen. Right. And then I just, a, go ahead, Diz. I I want to add. I I agree with you, Nick. But uh, my whole thing is it's it's relative. Right. I mean, if knees didn't count towards negative yards, they the would just props bump, would be higher. Yeah, they would just bump the rushing yards up like two or three right. yards to now, cover for those kneels. Right. The sacks is a little different, but. Brady's Brady's over would have been tougher to hit if the knees wouldn't count, and they 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 account for that every game. So I agree with you both, but I think the bookies would just they would find a way I around the, it. They I, always the, do. The bookies would benefit from that more than us because people wouldn't realize. Yeah, pe- people would hear that news and start hammering like rushing overs that are super small, but then the the bookies would adjust and we wouldn't. But that's my only thought. But I agree with you guys. Yep. Oh, definitely agree there. All right, then I got one more competition bet for you boys. It's an NBA player prop, and it is Jordan Clarkson over 14 and a half uh, points tonight versus the Pacers at minus 122. He is coming off the bench, which worries some people, but he has hit this in seven of 10 games this season, and the Pacers defense absolutely stinks. I, I talked about it before on this episode. The Pacers, I mean, they've just been a dumpster fire. They're 18th in points allowed, and then they are 24th in three-point percentage allowed. Um, I, I think the points will be flowing. The Jazz might put up 150 tonight on the – I mean, that's a bit overzealous. But uh, I, I do think that Jordan Clarkson hits this uh, easily tonight. And this is not a part of my competition bets, but I do want to throw this in there. I also like Mike Conley over two-and-a-half three-pointers in that game as well. Um, I believe that was at like minus 120 as well when I got that. But uh, he's hit that in something like uh, six of eight games he's played this season, I think. So uh, definitely if you're looking at player props for tonight, I would look at anyone on the Jazz on points and three-pointers. All right. And, and the, oh, and the line moved up to 10.5. Sorry, I didn't mean to oh, jump it, in the yeah, line it, move up to 10.5. It might – I mean – who knows where this thing's going to end up, but I, I would feel confident taking any kind of spread for the Jazz tonight. I know that's bad gambling advice, but that's just what I'm feeling. I love it. All right, Connor, what are your uh, dumbest dummy picks for tonight? So I am taking the Dolphins plus eight and a half. Ooh, okay, okay. The Ravens have played every game to their competition minus the Chargers game, which that one still blows my mind that they just handled the Chargers like they did. But every game's close, whether it's we've seen the Lions or the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. They keep it close. So I'm I'm going with the Dolphins eight and a half. I know I I know I ragged on them pretty hard about the turnovers. <laughs> that just means the Ravens are going to turn it over just as much, probably. Hey, certif- certified cover boy stamps approval on eight and a half point <laughs> underdog spreads. I will say I love that. And whenever me and Connor bet together, we win together. So I am adding this to not my dumbest dummy. It's it's an unoriginal. So I, I'm not going to add it to the dumbest dummy. But okay. in my in my own fan duel. I'm going to add it. I, I, I support that. All right. 
Uh, pick number two out of three, I'm going with the Oilers over the Bruins. Bruins are going to lose their first home game to Ooh. possibly one of the best in the league, the Oilers. Okay. I pointed out to uh, Patty today <laughs> that their power play percentage is ridiculous. Is that 56% is what I saw last night. Everybody else is in the 30s. Yeah. Sheesh. They are clear front runners with the power plays. And my last one, I'm going with the Canucks. I think that Avalanche losing one of their best players is going to hurt them a lot. Uh, they're going to go into uh, Colorado and just handle them. Not much else on that one. Yeah, I feel confident about the Canucks. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um all right, certified cover boy, Diz. What do you got for your? I love the nickname. <laughs> Self dubbed himself. He's it's uh, it's pretty clever. So, uh, but um, so I know I said I'm back to five dollar wagers. Oh, My God, loophole is I have nine dumbest dummy picks tonight. Are you kidding me? Oh you God. have nine. I have nine. Dear but God. It's, I, you said you just said I was clever. Let me finish, please. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I, oh, I think I know where this is going. But yeah, go on. There are eight NHL games tonight yep. where the point, the goal total is five and a half. Yep. And what I love most about those eight is two of them are at plus money. So actually, if four of these eight hit, I break even, not okay. five. Normally, normally because overs are minus, m- m- most of the time the over and the under are both minus odds because they have to have a profit or whatever. Right. But Two of these games are plus odds. Islanders at Devils is plus odds to hit, go over five and a half. And then Ducks at your Seattle Kraken are plus money as well. So I just need four of these eight to hit, hoping that one of them is those plus odds. And then I break even. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like five, maybe six, maybe seven. That's a little, that's a stretch. Yeah, I was going to say, but you're I would really feeling it. yourself there. I would love it if five of these hit. I would net a profit and then... I'm I'm feeling dangerous, so I went for it. And then my second one is a martingale. Now I wasn't on Monday's pod to say that my twenty dollar martingale hit. That's good. So at least. we we don't have to push the last lever. We don't have to go to the forty dollar martingale. Thank God. Um, and with that one that hit over the weekend, I am over seventy five dollars in profit. Which that means if I were to lose a five, ten, twenty, and forty dollar bet. I would still gain profit overall. So we are riding the Martingales until we lose, and I'm still going to gain a profit. So all my Diz stands rejoice. We're, we're starting back at $5. It is a, a three-by-two on FanDuel from minus 110 to plus 110. Two or more three-point field goals in the first three minutes of 76ers and Raptors. And what I love about this, no offense to the NBA, I just don't follow it that much. I just have to watch the first three minutes of the game to know if I hit this bet or not. Yep. So yep. those are my, those are my nine. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't read off the games, but yep. Uh, yep. just go check your bookie and see which games are five and a half and hammer them. A uh, lot of pucks on net tonight. So I'm feeling good. So you're doing those eight individually. You are not eight individually. Okay. Yes. And I, just I, make know, sure. I, th- I thought about a round Robin. Okay. But I, I stayed away partially because I wasn't prepared in time for the pod, so I just did single bets. But if you're into round robins, go for it. But that's kind of uh, that's kind of next level, and there's not a lot of time before these games start at this point. But 
uh, hammer the overs, please. So just one one game I wanted to ask you about, two strong defenses, the Predators and the Blues. You're confident that one's going to hit over five and a half? I am not. I I am unaware <laughs> of the teams. I'm unaware of the goal scoring. Hey. I'm aware that the, the total is five and a half. And also, you got to think about empty netters, of course. That's yeah. why five and a half is such a tasty number. Um, I don't know. I that's that's probably one I'm least confident about, but okay. I'm not picky, baby. Five and a half, I'm going. Connor, <laughs> if if we learn nothing else from Diz in this whole betting experience and whatever, Diz has a hard and fast rule: if there's a five and a half in the NHL, no matter the teams, you hammer the over. Um, it's won me plenty of money. I know it's won Diz plenty of money. So he he definitely doesn't know half these teams. He just he knows that. Uh, over five and a half is a good number, so you just take it for the value. I also know his script for the next pod tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, one in seven, but uh, <laughs> I'm coming for first place. Coming oh for first. man, Connor, is... Connor, I thought we were on the same side. I was gonna say you are. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. It's just a script I've heard too many times. You go after Patty, and that's why I didn't get last place last time. <laughs> God, man, we're... I've got last place last time because I was going for the win and I was taking hand yeah. value. You got it's different here. It's different here. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, all right. Let's let's put our swords down. Let's let's move on. Yeah. Now we have to come together, <laughs> gentlemen. It is for the best bets segment. This is the one where we are working together to collaborate to try to get the best bets, the best value, get some winners out to the people. As a group, we are down 3.62 units in November, but we are climbing back. We are trending in the right direction. Let's start with Nick. Nick is here with us. He's the NBA expert. Nick, what's your number one favorite pick for the NBA tonight? Good question. Way to put me on the spot there. I know. I know. I'm (laughs) sorry. No, no, just joking. Honestly, I'm going to lean with, uh, like I said earlier, I'm going with the Toronto Raptors at plus three and a half. I know you took the 76ers, but – the Raptors, these guys are just dogs. Um, yeah. They're just, they come out of play. Whether, and it could either go either way, right? But when you have Van Vliet, Scotty Barnes, Ananobi, um, Gary Trent, you never know when these guys could turn up. And you're going up against kind of a shorthander 76ers team. Yep. I'm banking on the three and a half of the Raptors. I love it. Absolutely love it. And like you mentioned, the Raptors, they're road warriors. They're like somehow better on the road than they are at home. Um, so, yeah, and the 76ers, I mean, I don't know. I saw at one point Tobias Harris was even questionable, so they're definitely going to be shorthanded. So we'll, we'll roll with the Raptors as a, as a group best bet, if that's okay with you two other gentlemen. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Love uh, it. So Love it. we need two more best bets. Um, any, any thoughts? I, I, don't, I don't hate the, the Dolphins plus the eight and a half. Uh, I was going to mention that because when – me and Diz agree on something, like he said. Yep. It basically hits. All right. Yeah. The Dolphins plus eight and a half was my only bet to bring to the best bets competition. And then Connor putting it in his dummy picks and just re-emphasized my confidence. So I think we I think we run it. Okay. Love it. You don't want it as a tenth pick? What's up? You don't want it as your tenth pick? Hit double digits. What is this hate? What is this hate? What have I done? No, it's not hate. I said hit double digits. I want to see it. Connor's trying to see history on the podcast, people. That's all he wants to see. 
It could go good or bad, but either way, we <laughs> reference it as remember the time Diz had 10 best bets. <laughs> it's not my pick. It's unoriginal. It's unoriginal. I, okay. I'll let you have that one by yourself. Okay. I, I'll take it in spirit. I'll take it on my bookie. All right. You sure you don't want a double digit uh, best bet, though? I'm good. I'll save it for next pod when seven of these hit tonight. Oh. <laughs> seven. I'm writing it down. He says seven is going to hit. <laughs> Seven of nine. Lock it seven up. Seven of nine. Well, it's funny. Connor's thinking like two of nine. Diz is thinking seven of nine. I'm just going to go medium. Let's just call five of nine and call it a day. That's a profit, baby. Yeah. That's all we need. That's, that's what I'm going with. That's, we're all over the place. Um, but we, we need one more bet, gentlemen. What are we? Uh, what do we want for the last best bet as a group? I, I would. I mean, you guys. You mentioned that you're all Pacers fans. Yep. And so, you also mentioned that you're very heavy on Jordan Clarkson, a guy coming off the bench to put up over thirteen and a half points. Mm-hmm. I, I would take the Jazz at the minus. Although it's dangerous, you're playing a double-digit spread. Um, but Karis Levert has been ruled out. Um, Brogdon, he's kind of in and out of injury. Sabonis is not playing to what he's used to. And you're going up against Rudy Gobert, so he's going to put some, some pressure and some trouble against him. If you guys are comfortable with it, we could go with the Jazz at minus 10.5. Or you could just tease it and get it to at minus 9.5 so you don't kind of hit that double digit. But the floor is yours. You guys decide. I, I, I'm okay with the 10.5. I know Certified Cover Boy likes to have the least amount of points as possible, but I think the Jazz I think the Jazz can handle the minus the 10.5. I, I normally am hesitant with... Uh... Favorites by double digits, but uh, I know nothing about the NBA, so I will trust you guys if you want to run this. I'm cool with it. Connor, any any rebuttal, any disagreement? So I was kind of hoping that uh, Nick would come in and just start smashing on the Pacers to see, <laughs> you, get, <laughs> to see you get riled up about it or something. I'd be yeah. like, okay, here we go. This is why I came today. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, the, the Pacers are a dumpster fire. There's no no denying it. So, all right, Jazz minus 10.5 is our last best bet. Lock it in. We we, we need a, a perfect 3-0 night tonight, and I feel good to have uh, Nick's blessing on two of the three. So, uh, feeling pretty good going into the night, boys. Yeah, me too. I, I actually took a nice part late based on what was discussed today. So, I took the Canucks. I took the Oilers. Um, taking the Dolphins at plus 8.5. Your Raptors. I took them straight out money line actually, Ooh. and then uh, then I took the Jazz at minus ten and a half. I parlayed them also. Gonna, gonna see what the little payout there. I'll share the bet slip once it cashes on Twitter. Heck and then we can yeah! All it together. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm doing it as well. Um. All right, gents. We're time. It's time for the hail mary parlays of the day. I've got two. I've got a same gamer, of course, for the Thursday night football game tonight. And then I got the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day. Which one do you gentlemen want first? Let's get the let's get the same gamer. Uh, let's get the appetizer first. I think the 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 multi-sport is the main dish. Okay. This one, ten dollars risk-free on FanDuel. If you go to FanDuel, you go in, you have a ten dollar risk-free same game parlay. Make sure you opt in. And then the first $10 same game parlay that you put, that is three plus legs, I believe, and plus 400 or worse odds, uh, you get your money back on FanDuel. 
but that it is to win $1,250.16 tonight. We got Lamar Jackson over 235.5 passing yards. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, over 60.5 receiving yards. Uh, Mark Andrews, over 50.5 receiving yards. As you can see, I'm very... I'm hoping very heavily that the uh, the Ravens have to pass the ball and they pass it to their top guys. Um, and then Miles Gaskin under 42 and a half rushing yards. That is the running back or a running back for the Miami Dolphins. Um, he's hit this line I think twice so far this season. And the Ravens' run defense is very stout. Um, and if the, if the Dolphins are in a shootout with the Ravens, like it could be, they're going to have to pass. They won't be able to run. And now this is where it starts getting crazy, boys. Marquise Hollywood Brown, first touchdown scorer tonight. Connor, don't shake your head. There's also a boost on this. I will be taking this, but as we all know on this podcast, we are big fans of taking the first touchdown scorer, the first basket scorer. Uh, you know, Diz, you had another one where you said, oh, the three-by-twos. Anything that can be over within a few minutes, so then right away you know you don't have to watch the rest of the game if it doesn't hit. We are big fans of that, and I think Marquise Brown tonight gets that first touchdown. Pat. I mean, anytime you could be a Frog fan, right? That's right. What is – Pat, what? my only thing here, and you're so right about the beginning of the game thing, I ride with that all the time, but when it's <laughs> in a same-game parlay, it, hey. it's torture if that hits because it's still, <laughs> it's still plus odds the rest of the way. So you're thinking like, holy shit, my plus – 7,001 hit. <laughs> now Lamar Jackson's going to throw for 233, and I'm going to yeah. be like, down bad. Be in a bad spot. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you on the, the <laughs> early game stuff, but not if you need to watch the rest of the game for something unlikely to still hit. So I, I'm with you. I hope this hits, of course. <laughs> but the logic of the first couple minute betting strategy is irrelevant when it's a same game parlay. Yeah, I know. I just get so good value on trying to guess who the first touchdown scorer is that it makes these value of these odds go through the roof. So I'm a sucker for that. Um, and then the final leg is Latavius Murray. Anytime touchdown. I don't even know if he's playing tonight. He's been out for like a month. Uh, picking any one of these Ravens running backs is like uh, just, you know, picking straws. But uh, when Murray plays, he usually gets the goal line touches, and that's what I'm banking on for this. So, again, What's the value. T- tail, tail carefully. Tail response. What's the value? What's the value? Ten dollars to win one thousand two hundred fifty dollars and sixteen cents. Okay. All right. You, you sound very confident about this by saying <laughs> I don't even know if Murray's playing, but I'm going with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure all of you guys are riding with me, including everyone that's listening and watching. But uh, that that's, I don't know. I, I probably shouldn't have chose this game because this game's a crapshoot. Me and Connor were talking about this. Normally, Connor does his risk-free same-game parlay on the Thursday night game, but this is another kind of crapshoot of a game. So I, I don't know that I would advise it. But this watch, th- this is the one that'll hit, the one where I'm like, you know, doesn't seem to be making much sense just throwing things out there and then that's the one that hits the one you're like not the most confident in is always the one that hits Eh, probably not (laughs) whatever (laughs) whatever it is i don't need this from you sorry sorry so that means that the uh predators and blues is going to hit the over five and a half right one you're least confident in that's right that's right yeah 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 Yeah. that logic's there when so would you be willing to make that one of your dumbest dummy picks 
what? The over five and a half? Over five and a half for that one game. No, I I have my picks. I, I, I have my picks. I'm good. But thank you for that kind and very tempting offer. I just wanted to throw your logic behind some of the picks and help you with your... <laughs> I know, Connor. You always call me on my bullshit. I know. I know. And tomorrow at work, you'll just be laughing at me and saying you're an idiot. But it's fine. Everything's fine. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you would. But it's fine. I would just shake my head. Well, yeah, that's more realistic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, which leads us to the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day. It is $1 to win $2,079.99. Holy shit, how many games did you put in there? That's 12 legs. That is a lot. Uh, we've On record, we've had two Hail Mary parlays of the day hit, and we are now on, what, month seven? So... Uh, Again, these are only worth just a sprinkle. Do not put like a fifty burger on uh, this, or in Diz's case, a hundred piece. We do Pat, not advise that. Pat, how many? How what episode is this? What episode are we on? Do you know the number of the episode? Um, hold on, I can check real quick. Um, I'm not sure where this is going, but uh, let's see. No, I mean, how, how much have how much have you won? You hit like you had one dollars to win nine hundred. That hit. That was the first one, and then you had. What was the other one? You had like one to win four hundred or something. That, that yeah, that's that sounds all right. We we this so, is so so you're up thirteen hundred dollars. And how many pods <laughs> have we done? Like fifty. Uh, we're, this is episode number ninety three. So you were a little bit okay. off on your guesstimate. But holy yes. shit! But yeah, episode ninety three. And as much shit as I give you, you uh, these profit. But True. just saying, I, yeah. I. I, I I don't know about two thousand. That's that's pretty steep. But, <laughs> would be the biggest one that I've ever hit. But uh, hey, there's a there's 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 a possibility. There's hope. But I will say that this was made before Nick came on the show, and so the first three legs, the very first leg I have on here is seventy sixers minus three versus the Raptors. <laughs> so maybe switch that around and go with Raptors there. But then I had. Uh, Jazz minus 10 versus the Pacers, and then Clippers minus 4 versus the Heat. And then the rest of these are in the NHL. I got Oilers money line versus the Bruins. Flames money line versus the Canadians. Kings money line versus the Senators. Islanders money line versus the Devils. Panthers money line versus the Penguins. Red Wings money line versus the Capitals. Jets money line versus the Sharks. Blues money line versus the Predators. And then Canucks money line versus the Avalanche. Which one of those in the NHL, Connor, do you disagree with or do you feel least confident in uh, probably red wings and capitals yeah. yeah who knows if the red wings are going to show up i have bet almost every red wings game and have missed either side <laughs> for or against it seems like every single time yeah yeah and then uh yeah here you chose the oilers well like uh, i said so against your boost toss up right so if i take the boost on the uh the boost for the Bruins, and then on my other big parlay, I take the Oilers, and then, you know, we're off and running. Mm-hmm. I, that's how unconfident I feel in that game, is that I chose both sides in some variation or another. And then we talked about this earlier. I feel most confident about the Kings beating the Senators. Yep. Kings are on, like, a, what, six-game win streak? That's they're, what you told them. They're, they're, they're hot right now. There, there's no, no disputing it. Who knows with the Jets and Sharks or the yeah. Blues and Predators? Yep, no I one agree. has anything. Yep, I agree. 
All right, well, that pretty much does it for the episode. Um, Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Do you want to, uh, you know, plug this website, plug the new podcast, plug the social media platforms, anything like that? Yeah, so essentially, thank you. Well, first off, thank you very much for having me. It was great, a lot of fun. Uh, do it again in the coming weeks. Um, you can find our best bets, our model projections at thedailystakes.com. Um, we have a one-week trial for one dollar, and then a research, and then um, if you want to sign it for a month, it's twenty-nine dollars for the month. You get access to all sports, which is the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, and the UFC. Uh, we can be found on all socials at the Daily Stakes and on all streaming platforms at the Daily Stakes Podcast. Right on, right on, absolutely. And I, you know, it, we're we're glad to have you on. We've had Dylan on before. We'll definitely have to have both of you guys on again. We we love it every time you guys can come on here and share your tremendous amount of knowledge. I mean, we, as you can see, we're this is, this is called sports betting by dummies. We're dummies. We don't necessarily <laughs> always know what we're talking about. So anytime we can get an expert on here that's not named Connor and uh, you know kind of kind of school us up and uh, give us a lot of good information, uh, we we always appreciate that and value that. Yeah, it's, it's my pleasure. We're gonna have you guys on the podcast as well, um, and it's just gonna continue the bantering and, and the shit talking. It's <laughs> just gonna continue over that on that channel. <laughs> so all for it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Connor, Diz, anything you boys need to get off your chest before we uh, call it a day? Do you want to say Dylan makes me question all my life choices on football? <laughs> <laughs> I went in pretty confident when uh, Dylan was on last, and then at the end of it, I was like, I don't even know what to pick. I might not touch football at all this weekend because I went the opposite way on like everything. <laughs> right. I remember you told me he made you switch all your all your bets. <laughs> Yeah, right. there was a uh, there was a survivor pool I was in, and I had picked the Falcons that week. And he's like, "Oh, I don't know about that." And I'm like, "Okay, live on the pod." I'm like, "Okay, I'm switching my pick." <laughs> it, it was that the uh, was that the week the Falcons ended up losing to the Jets, or I can't remember what happened that week. But it was a London game. That's all I remember. Yeah, but anyways, um, I, now that's how I feel about the NBA, right? I, <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 understand that but uh i think diz is muted i don't know if he has anything i'm back i'm back i had a, i this is my last comment i had a joke but the, <laughs> i never had a chance to throw it in there i just wanted to say all of patty's hail mary parlays they're like the polar express oh, it God. only works if you believe cut the pod <laughs> cut the pod cut the pod that's the that's the mic drop cut it Okay, bye everyone. See you tomorrow for Football Friday.